Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're here with me in the C-Space studio from CES 2020, joined by Kathy Butler, the CEO of Organic. Thank you so much for... Thank you for having me. ...being here today. This is great. So what is Organic? How do you define your brand? Yeah, Organic is a digital agency. We were founded in 1994, so we are definitely one of the original founding agencies in the digital space. What we do is we design resilient brands so that our brands and our uh, businesses matter, not just tomorrow, but five, ten years from now. And how we do that is by deeply connecting brand storytelling, data, personalization to that conversion moment. The term organic implies that people are seeking this stuff out. Obviously. Is that, is that the whole brand positioning there, that you're creating brands that people are going to want to be gravitating toward rather than things that are needing to be pushed out necessarily? For sure. And we are working with clients to help really define what resiliency means for their organization, whether it's a heritage brand like Wells Fargo or a significant um, but somewhat newer brands like Carter's, and how do they define that meaning for their consumers so that they're really building their brands and businesses to be future-proof. Uh, take me through the process of somebody that comes to you and says, hey, I need your help doing exactly what you just described and, yeah. and storytelling and, and finding that meaning. How do you walk them through that? How do you do that? Yeah, great question. I think for us, we think about how do we build brands like software and technology. And so we're always looking for a couple of things through the lens of uh, commerce, culture, and be- consumer behaviors. And not just clusters of consumer behavior, but really one-on-one um, data that is showing kind of if you are person A versus person B, how are we going to meaningfully connect emotion and storytelling to driving that purchase journey for you? And so clients will uh, come to us with particular business problems that they're looking to solve. We go through a process to really deeply understand their business, um, and then we come with a number of different kinds of solutions that we bring to market. You mentioned one-on-one data. Does that mean that you're combining a certain element of qualitative research as well? Are you even just interviewing, having conversations maybe like this one to kind of figure out what's on people's minds? Yeah, quant, qual, first-party data, anonymized, of course, Um, second-party data, research, basically aggregating all sorts of data in order to look at it through the lens of culture and behavior. Are there macro trends that you see in the data as you do this research for different companies that might be interesting to people? Yeah, for sure. I think if you think about, um, I'll just use a broad audience that like millennials, for example, and how they're approaching uh, insurance, um, they are really thinking about it in a much more non-traditional kind of way, where historically we were looking at uh, insurance, uh, the, the doorway to insurance from a, a traditional kind of home life auto standpoint. Now there's you know interesting themes that we're seeing around looking at renter's insurance first, and the next potential logical step might be uh, life insurance, uh, and then auto, and then home. So it's an interesting kind of different way to look at what are traditional models to think about life cycle for a consumer. And in that case, would it, would it get to the point of almost helping the company redefine how they define what insurance is overall? Less so on the product side. I think it is more meaningful if you think about how we're going to develop that relationship and that Mm. relationship over time. And so the emphasis on customer lifetime value is still there, but I think there is a redefinition of what loyalty means and how we are continuing to maintain relationships. 
you mentioned data, you mentioned qualitative research. There's, a, there's of course, an idea out there, I think many people probably believe it's flawed, that there's creativity and then there's data and there's somehow an opposition to each other. Yeah. I know you have a different take on that. Yeah, for me it, and for us at Organic, it's really the plus sign uh, in between. Uh, how do we use data to fuel creativity and how do we find creativity in data? And so we can't really do one without the other, and that's how I think we are meaningfully able to reach our consumers and develop new approaches for our clients. You became the CEO of Organic about a year ago, right? Um, actually, less than that, about seven months ago. So what have you learned in that time? So much. Uh, it has been fabulously challenging bringing um, kind of a new point of view into an agency that has been around for a long time, has had a lot of success, has had a lot of history. I think the three things that I've learned there is one, obviously our talent is amazing, but always hungry to learn more and how do we rise to that occasion to make sure that our agency is a really wonderful and um, fulfilling place to work. Two, the context of change is very different um, and very, I think, scary to some, and, and yet a lot of people are embracing it. And so for us, it's thinking about the very significant portion of our staff is to give them meaningful value as part of that change. And then three, our clients, we have to bring them along our change journey um, and re recognizing the past, but really clearly articulate for them what's, what's in it for them working with us in the future. Does the term agency... Uh, is the term agency still the right term? I mean, if we think about the Mad Men era, I mean, an agency is a place that draws some advertisements for you and comes up with some catchy slogans. I talked to a number of people here in the C-Space studio from you know, agencies and entities like agencies, yeah. and they're all across the board in helping companies do so many different things. What does that term mean now? I think it means a lot of things. Um, I think my definition of it is really a partnership. I think we've moved away where, from places where agencies are doing things in a black box and then telling the clients what to do. We are super collaborative and actually bringing in our clients from week one um, with hypotheses building all the way to measuring our work in market and making sure that they feel that they can focus on the right things um, as part of their business while we are in parallel focusing on things that enable that. I'm talking to Kathy Butler, the CEO of, CEO of Organic. So tell me about risk-taking and creativity when maybe you don't have enough data to go on. I think that if you put something in market very quickly, you're going to get that data. And I think the challenge is closing the gap of comfort for our clients to actually be those risk takers and giving them um, as much as we can to get them to get into market, yet at the same time always have a backup in case something yeah. goes wrong. Do you think there's a way to position a brand or build a brand that it would be more able for that brand to then go out and take risks and maybe even just be able to say, whoop, that didn't work and move on to the next thing. Maybe consumers are more willing to accept certain brands taking risks than others. I think that that is the real definition of a resilient brand, that you're always try trying things in the marketplace, whether it's messaging, whether it's new products and services, or whether it's new business models, and being okay and transparent with your consumers that you're trying something new. I mean, if you think about Casper, who's not a client, but certainly a brand that I admire, who knew what they were going to get by sending um, mattresses through the mail and then having people videotape them. I think that's a great experiment in and of itself as a proof point. So we're dealing with things that kind of go to the heart and soul of companies. Are there ethical principles that you use in terms of how you use technology or how you do this process that guide you as you take companies through this journey? Yeah, I think if you think about the values of our company um, as organic, it's always about transparency. It is always about being truthful. 
Um, and I think that that is what's needed to be a resilient brand these days because there's so much information to be shared, to be collected, to be researched, that there's really no place to hide. Do you have something that you would like to ask one of your industry peers? Is there a question you want to... Yeah, I think that the question that, frankly, I get all the time is what keeps me motivated. Um, and so I'm constantly asking that of other people. Like, what is going to make you really excited to be part of every day? Um, and the answers I always get, uh, or uh, that I always say, is that every day is a new challenge for me. Um, and I live out of the, by the life of, I have a theme for the year that really is a guiding principle. Um, and so the question that I ask is really around what, what's that motivating factor for you? Well, then that just right, leads right to my next question. What's your theme for the year? My theme for the year is to not take the answer no. Yeah. And, how, and, and can you give me an example of what that, what that means? Because if you're pitching somebody and they say no, does that mean that you relentlessly keep asking them or does that mean something else? I think it, it's the definition of what the, the question is first, because there's sometimes when it, mm. there's a binary answer, um, but there are other times when if you redefine it as, well, what could they just, what could they say? No, why would I, why wouldn't I do that? Mm -hmm. And so if you flip it the other way as a why wouldn't I, mm -hmm. just is a, a world of possibility there. Reducing the power of no and embracing the power of possibility. Yeah, Great. exactly. Great stuff. <laughs> Well, Kathy Butler, the CEO of Organic, thank you so much for joining us thank here in the studio me. today. Pleasure. Really appreciate it. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network. <laughs>